Listener Production. A restrained end to a choppy month for the Aussie share market. And find out why Qantas is the subject of a legal proceeding. Good afternoon, I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Thursday, the 31st of August. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Hello, Laura. Hello, Stevie. We didn't do it. We didn't do it. We actually managed to lift today, though. That's a positive. Yes. Four straight days of gains. <laughs> and what a difference a few days can really make because, you know, the market has jumped about 2.7% this week, mm. still in negative territory for the month, which, of course, that's what you're referring to. And we'll get to that a bit later on. But let's look at how the market actually did today because we managed to eke out the tiniest of gains. Yeah, look, overall, pretty uninspiring session, if you ask me. We were pretty much flat for most of the session, but we did edge slightly higher on the close. The ASX 200 index ended higher by eight points or a tenth of 1% to 7,305 points. And of course, Laura, the last day of the month means it's officially the last day of the profit reporting season. We've been going on about Dozens, I wouldn't say hundreds of companies, but at least Mm. dozens of companies in recent weeks that have released their results, right? Well, many have released their results. There's only so many that we can talk about in about a 10-minute podcast, but we've covered what we can. And definitely you'll be doing a reporting season wrap in in the coming days, and that will be available on YouTube, on our website and things like that. So make sure you socials, of course. Yep. yep. So make sure you keep your eyes peeled for that. But looking at what happened over the course of this month, as I mentioned at the outset, we didn't quite get there. Today, we needed a lift of one and a half percent to just break even for the yep. month of August. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, we we're only a tenth of one percent higher, which means yep. we declined 1.4 percent in the month of August. We did. And we put an end to two consecutive months of gains. Yeah. So 1.4 percent lower. We are still in positive territory, though, since the start of uh, of the year, of course. Yay! 3.8 percent higher. Yep. And a lot happened over the course of the month. I mean, so too much. many to go through, but we had the RBA keeping rates on hold for a second straight month, something that the you know market was largely expecting, but that was seen as a positive. We had one of the big rating agencies in the United States, Fitch, mm-hmm. downgrading the US. That was early in the month as well. We got super close to a record high in the first couple of days, about 2% away. And as soon as that happened, markets started to get uh, a bit dizzy and started to fall away. And then we had a very strong end to the month. And as mm-hmm. I said, the last four days have been quite positive. Well, there's so much more that happened in the month as well. We've, of course, got inflation data, yep. jobs, retail spending, both mm-hmm. locally and overseas as well. We've had stuff coming out of China, a lot of disappointing data, including today even. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've had China, Chinese officials pledging to to do more that fell short of expectations. The Jackson Hole meeting, all eyes on, you know, what's happening with interest rates down the track. So there's been a lot jam-packed and that's still sort of condensing what happened over the course of this month. But in terms of the sectors, we only saw two sectors managing to lift over the course of the month, which was consumer discretionary and real estate stocks. On the other end of things, utilities was the worst, closely followed by consumer staples. Yeah, but all other sectors fell by at least 1%, right? Yes, Healthcare, is... financials, telcos, energy, tech, materials. So it was mm-hmm. a pretty difficult month for, for most areas of the share market. Individual movers across the market over the month? Well, the top two performers yep. of the month were software company Altium, mm-hmm. and that was after posting strong results. It hit a 52-week high on the day that it, it released those results. 
And Ingham's wasn't far behind for the same reason. Yeah, so Ultium over the course of the month was up about 26%. It rose 25% when it released its results. Mm. And then in Ingham's case, it rose 24% over the month. 15% of those improvements came through when it released its results. 72% lift in profits, a bigger payout. The CEO said that cost of living pressures are encouraging people to move away from I guess, more expensive cuts of meat to things like chicken. Chalice mining was by far the worst, and that was mostly due to all of its flaws yesterday Mm. on the back of its news that its scoping test for its green metals project was making good progress. But I guess investors were focusing on the fact that they weren't going to hit first production until 2029. So we've seen that stock down around 40% this month. Similar story for Iris, which is also down almost 40% this month, and that was on the back of its disappointing profit results. It made a loss of $140 $140 million in the first half. Yeah, and it suspended its dividend. It downgraded its guidance for the year as well. So that was all seen as quite disappointing to investors. Looking at the market today specifically, mm-hmm. though, I mean, we had a, just a few sectors losing ground, right? Yeah, eight of 11 sectors improved today. Telecom posted the biggest gains, and that was due to a comeback from Telstra, really. Financials were a pretty strong support as well. All the major banks lifted. But the energy sector fell quite heavily and consumer staples wasn't too far behind in in terms of falls. Yeah. And let's look at some individual stocks across the market because there were a few things that actually held our market back today, right? Well, exactly right. In terms of those falls in the energy space, that was largely due to Woodside mostly and also Whitehaven Coal trading ex-dividends. So that was a real weight on the sector. Also, consumer staples was dragged down by Woolies trading ex-dividend. So those were probably the three biggest ones Mm -hmm. that traded ex-dividend, but there were actually 31 stocks in total that traded ex today, which is, of course, the cutoff for those eligible to receive the dividend from those companies. Yeah. And lots of other companies, REA, Treasury One Estates, Reckon, Tapcorp. So as you say, they were certainly weighing on our market, especially at big end of town. You know, when you get companies, as you say, like Woodside and Woolies trading ex-div, it's difficult for those sectors to shake that off. But there was a lot else happening across the market today. Harvey Norman released its uh, results. It generally does so right at the end of the profit reporting season. 5% lift for the stock, even though its results were you know, generally a, a bit disappointing, certainly meeting the guidance that the company provided a couple of months ago. But its profits for the year fell 32% to $776 million. Sales across its Aussie stores fell around 5% over the year but in particular dropped back over the second half, so the last six months, down about 12%. The dividend was $0.12 per share, which was a pretty big decline on what it paid out a year earlier. So markets, perhaps, as we said earlier, not maybe particularly disappointed with it because it kind of made this pretty clear that it was going Mm -hmm. to be a bit of a disappointing year. Yeah, it it wasn't a surprise to the market, I suppose. So even though its results weren't great, Investors weren't surprised by it because they released that, you know, at the end of June, I believe, that, that trading update yep. was came out. In other news, Qantas, that's, of course, Australia's largest domestic airline operator. Its shares took quite a hit today following news that the competition regulator, which is the ACCC, has launched legal proceedings in federal court accusing Qantas of selling more than 8,000 plane tickets for flights they knew they'd already cancelled. So they claim Qantas also delayed notifying clients of flight cancellations for up to 48 days. And the allegations are said to have occurred between May and July last year. Qantas did respond today after a little bit of time by saying they take the allegations seriously, 
and that the period in question was a time of unprecedented disruptions for the entire airline industry. Of course, that was during the COVID pandemic. So it will be definitely one to watch closely because it could cost Qantas a lot of money if they end up being charged over the allegations. Today, its shares fell 2% on the back of the news. And interestingly, very convenient timing if you ask me, they actually came out today and scrapped the expiry date on the COVID travel credits, which were meant to expire in December this year. In June, they said $400 million in credits still hadn't been used. So now you can just take as long as you like. IGO was a winner today, though. It rose about 5.5%. It handed down its strongest result in its 21-year history on the market. 66% lift in profits led by its lithium business. And this is despite a write-down or impairment, which was quite significant, about a billion bucks on some assets it bought last year. Shares also rose perhaps on the size of its dividend, um, which is about 12 times what it paid a year earlier. So that was was well received. 12 times. It's more than 11. More than As 10. They say. <laughs> yeah. Pretty big boost to its dividend. And that was because of a special dividend, right? Yep. Yep. Correct. Looking ahead tonight in the US. Yep. It's all going to be about inflation. Inflation. The I feel PCE like we... deflator. <laughs> Ryan's which, favorite. Yeah. I mean, they could come up with a better name than that. It's yeah, not I know. particularly creative. No. But, you know. That will be important, though. It will Still, be important. This is one of the, the most closely watched things by the US Central Bank, the Federal Reserve. Oh, my mate, JP. Your mate, JP, <laughs> will make a decision on interest rates uh, <laughs> on the 19th and 20th of September off memory. So this mm-hmm. is for the month of July. So it will be one of the things they take into account when making that decision. But as at well the as moment, the jobs data, which absolutely. will come out the following exactly. day. Yeah. yeah, Friday night in amount time. So that will certainly be important. How about tomorrow? Locally tomorrow, no companies reporting. It mm. feels so weird to, yeah. to say that. There could, could be a few smaller ones, but nothing major. Yep. feels so weird because we've just been boggled down with all yep. of these companies releasing their, their profit results. So nothing major on tomorrow. But there are quite a few stocks trading ex-dividend, which could weigh on the market. So tomorrow we have Coles. Today we had Woolies. Tomorrow's Coles, John's Ling Group, Gold Road Resources, and heaps more. There's so many. Yeah, exactly. Ampol, Aurora, Luca. So mm. it's going to be pretty busy on that front. None are probably big enough to really hold the market back. Coles might be one, mm. you know, the same way that Woolies was today. On the economic front, there is actually an update on property prices tomorrow. That's probably going to be one of the more closely watched by CoreLogic. And we also get some manufacturing figures out of China. Mm. They're not the official ones that the government releases, though, but still will be important somewhat. I think that's it. I think that's it, Stevie. It's been a long week already. Tomorrow's Friday. Friday tomorrow. Can't wait. Enjoy the evening, everyone, and we'll see you on Friday. Bye, everyone. Ciao. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067254399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.